0: welcome we are the ladies of strange i'm
1: ashley i'm tiffany and i'm rebecca thank you for joining us each week as we discuss the history mystery and theory of all things questionable odd and eerie hi ladies hi Hi. guess what guess what guess what it's your birthday it's my birthday (laughs) but for
0: my birthday we have two super special amazing co-hosts with us Yay! so we had the opportunity to be on their show a few weeks ago and we knew immediately <laughs> we had to have them on ours so everybody please welcome Rachel and Margie from the textual tension podcast Yay! hi ladies oh, Hello, oh, hello. Hi. Hi. we're so happy to be here <laughs> thanks for having us on this You've is got- gonna become like a regular thing just FYI <laughs> Yes. I'm super down gonna for this. It's going be amazing. So how are you guys holding up? How are things on your end during all the chaos?
2: Well, you know, it's really given me a lot of extra time to like devote to my hobbies. So like earlier this week, I descended into the seventh circle of hell, and um, I'm really excited to be there. It was great. It was
0: just a good time.
3: I was going to say, Margie, by hobbies, you mean slowly slipping into existential dread, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, hey, you know, some people enjoy that sort of thing.
1: That wasn't (laughs) a hobby before.
0: Right? We don't judge. All right, ladies. Well, would y'all like to take a second to tell us a little bit about your show and where we can find you? Because we know for a fact that they're going to fall in love with you as quickly as we did and want to find you. So share little details with them, please.
3: Okay. so we are from Textual Tension. Uh, I am your co-host, Rachel, and
0: I am your co-host, Margie.
3: And every other week we dive in, in the words of Margie, we dive into the bananas world of romance novels. We have read romance novels about vampires about questionable decisions in Scotland in the 1800s about uh, space cadets about time travel yeah alien suave alien uh, FBI agents whose last names are Martini Yeah, uh, all kinds of stuff really <laughs> And a lot of times we find that it's terrible, not just like not good books, but also real problematic. So uh, we're on <laughs> basically we're on the ultimate quest for the best romance novel ever and failing
4: miserably, but kind of on purpose. <laughs> That's, I love I, it. It's so worth it.
0: <laughs> It's so worth it.
4: But when you guys fail to find the perfect one, it's hilarious. So I fully support it.
3: <laughs> we've we've had some good ones, but oh, well, but... we have
2: we have we have traversed some dark lands in search of that one perfect orgasm. We have seen some molten cores.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, my friends, is what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm
2: not pers- speaking from personal experience. Not at all.
3: <laughs> no, never. No, uh-uh. And hey, uh, everyone listening should go check out the previous crossover episode that we did with you guys that involved questionable decisions in the 1800s and vampires.
2: And you can find us on all of your favorite podcast platforms. So Spotify, iTunes, Buzzsprout, you name it, we're probably 99% sure we're on it.
3: Yeah, and all of our social media is Textual Tension Pod. That's probably important to say, too, huh? Maybe. It's fine. Yes, and we'll be sure
0: to have them linked in the show notes and on the blog, of course, so you guys can easily find them. Yes. Yes. So. so excited to have you guys here
3: (laughs) i'm so excited to be here me
0: too okay well listeners as you guys know when we have a guest we've kind of either given them the option to present a topic or they pick a subject for us and we cover little smaller stories and margie and rachel chose for us to cover space or alien stories is that correct yes did we do it right
3: (laughs) i was not aware of this (laughs) and i'm so excited (laughs)
0: Okay, well, I guess Margie chose for us to cover for (laughs) Rachel, space or alien stories.
3: Uh, You have given me a gift. Space is my life. (laughs) Space is my deepest, darkest fear. So (laughs) yeah. See, okay, that's really interesting because I actually find like the vastness of space and stuff really comforting.
4: Oh, I am very (laughs) glad you do.
3: (laughs) Like, dude, in college, whenever I was super, super overwhelmed or anything, I would literally just go outside and get my telescope out and just sit there. Like, it is like my my grounding thing. So we are
4: opposites in that regard. <laughs> Look, I'm glad somebody can appreciate I can appreciate it, but I'm glad somebody can enjoy it.
0: <laughs> the world needs balance, okay? Yes. <laughs> All right, so... I'm going to start us off with our first story.
3: Oh, I'm so excited. So the year
0: is 1999. Bill Clinton is impeached. The first Legoland in the United States opens in California. Very important. SpongeBob debuts on Nickelodeon. When Y2K was all that we had to worry about. What a time! What an innocent time! Everyone saw dead people. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban was released. And Blink-182's third album, Enema of the State, was released... Featuring the single titled "Aliens Exist." Oh, oh! oh is- I see a tie-in. <laughs> <laughs> The song had the lyrics, quote, I know the CIA would say, what you hear is all hearsay. I wish someone would tell me what was right. Lead singer Tom DeLonge sings. The last line of the song references a folklore called Majestic 12, an organization formed in 1947 composed of scientists, military, and intelligence officials dedicated to the investigation of alien spacecraft. This was just the first glimpse into DeLonge's passion of proving the existence of aliens life. DeLong would read countless books and stories of people who had alien encounters and stories of UFO sightings. He would spend hours staring at the skies while traveling cross country on the bus tour with blink 82. Because, you know, this was before iPods and Facebook was readily available I gonna say before airplanes. You know, that's for <laughs> him, again, for having hobbies. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, you can't say he didn't have hobbies. <laughs> Did you say before airplanes? In the time before airplanes,
1: 1999. <laughs> I get it. I messed up my wording. We can move on.
0: <laughs> i just I just picture like these little innocent punk rock innocent. Hmm, these little cute <laughs> punk rock boys just driving on a bus from warp tour to warp tour. And Delong's just like laying in his little bunker, like, oh my God.
3: okay, is this the lead singer of blink one Eight two? The original. the original Tom DeLong okay he was obsessed with aliens because that's amazing oh honey honey. just wait oh god okay i had no idea obsessed
4: it makes me love him so much more Uh. (laughs) the fantasies have skyrocketed
3: (laughs) much oh hey you mm, i see what you did there (laughs) Uh,
0: that was a space pun (laughs)
4: Yes, it
0: was, my love. (laughs) Okay. So the second paragraph of my note. In an early 2000s interview, DeLong talks to an unidentified interviewer and he mentions a friend on the East Coast who spent years talking to government employees who have witnessed UFO activity and also shows the camera his collection of videotapes with over 136 hours of testimonies. He then gives an example of a man who was part of a nuclear cleanup task force. The man says in his testimony that he was brought seven stories below the Pentagon through a maze of elevators and tunnels and ended up face to face with an alien and, quote, instantly, every little motion, fear, pain, happiness, everything just came out at the same time.
3: That sounds uh, uncomfortable. What else came out?
0: <laughs> everything. Oh, God. Every emotion, that fear, is... pain, happiness, end quote, ecstasy.
4: Oh, I can just... I'm sorry. I just pictured somebody, like, crying and ejaculating at the same time. <laughs> See, it happens... <laughs> It could be an emotional
3: experience. I'm imagining that this this interview took place in like a smoky bar and it's this dude in the corner drinking a beer and he's just like, you ever had your insides come your outsides?
2: (laughs) I'm sorry, but are you referring to
0: Harry Dresden? I just had to say that.
3: (laughs) Oh my god.
0: All right. In January 2015, DeLong leaves Blink-182. The original statement by the remaining bandmates quoted that a week before the band was scheduled to go into studio, DeLong's manager emailed the group explaining that the guitarist would rather work on non-musical endeavors for the foreseeable future. So later in an interview with Mike Magazine, DeLong said he needed to take the opportunity to help out with a, quote, national security issue. However, he later denied that on Twitter, saying, don't believe the media, or you. Ridiculous article saying, I quit Blink over my work with government on Secret Machine's project. Not true. Ha ha ha. That's not mysterious at all. (laughs) No. Well, I I don't know if he meant for the ha ha to come out as menacing as I did.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Excuse me. No one said Secret Machine Project. Why did you mention uh-huh. Secret Machine Project?
1: <laughs> also, it's Twitter. It's very serious. Yeah, I mean very everything serious. on Twitter is
3: true, right? So, Margie tells. Yeah, that. absolutely.
1: That's where I
0: get all my news. Am I not supposed to? We need to have a talk. Okay. <laughs> okay. In February 2015. Oh, by the way, I meant to mention this at the beginning of the episode. There's so much that goes along with this story, so I just kind of like cataloged it, so it doesn't quite flow. It's more of just like a, at this point, this happened kind of thing, because there's a lot of a lot. So in February 2015, in an interview with Paper Mag, DeLong recounted a time where he was camping at a secret base on the flight path to Area 51. He was told that by shutting down his mind and projecting his thoughts, he would be able to achieve extraterrestrial communication. He then woke up at 3 a.m. and felt a strange phenomenon. Quote, my whole body felt like it had static electricity. It sounded like there were about 20 people there talking and instantly my mind goes, okay, they're at our campsite. They're not here to hurt us. They're just talking about shit, but I can't make out what they're saying, but they're working on something.
1: So sleep paralysis, right? aliens. Okay.
0: Okay.
3: I was gonna say, by weird sensation, did you mean heroin? Maybe. Uh, yeah. I don't
0: know about his drug use. I mean,
3: that's fair. I am questioning him being in the middle of nowhere, because that's real far away from anywhere. Yeah.
0: yeah. He was yeah, on the flight path, so I guess he was probably just, like, right off of Well,
2: the... I have actually, I have a, a serious question to ask of, did he open all of his chakras while he was doing this? Because if he didn't open all of his chakras, I don't know if I believe leave him. Yeah, you have
4: to. I'm
3: I'm sorry. If we're following the government's stellar history of certain programs, it would probably be LSD, not heroin, because I feel like we're going into full men who stare at goats territory.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're just taking a sharp right turn off Area 51 <laughs> Highway. Yep. So when this first came up to me
4: and I heard about Tom DeLonge being into aliens, I was like, dude, I like aliens too, but your level of commitment is a little extreme. <laughs> Nowadays, though, I kind of like, you go, Tom. Hey, hey,
3: follow your dream. Follow your passion. If you love aliens, do it. I do have thoughts on aliens,
0: though. Oh, <laughs> yes. I can't wait to hear them. We'll have to go into that after we uh, cover our story. 100%. OK, so in late 2015, DeLong announced that he was the co-founder, president and CEO of To the Stars dot, 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 Academy of Arts and Science.
2: What? Wait, 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 wait. The dot 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 is included in the title? Absolutely. <laughs> That's like the the in front of the, the Ohio State University.
3: <laughs> that is not even a subtitle. The ellipses makes it not a subtitle, it makes it part of the title. <laughs> it's just like
0: that anticipation. To the stars, dot dot dot. Say it, say it. <laughs> Academy of Arts and Science. (laughs) What just happened? Rocky, it's okay. Okay. You'll understand one day.
3: (laughs) Hey, where did you go to school? Oh, you know, the good old TTS dot 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 A O A A S.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The TTS ass. (laughs) You went to school like, wait, did you go to school with Elon Musk's kid? Is that what you're saying?
0: (laughs) I appreciate the no attempt in actually saying the name just Elon Musk's kid.
3: Yeah, I didn't know he had a kid.
0: <laughs> so, two of the stars dot 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 Academy of Arts and Science. Their tagline is telling the stories of tomorrow today. (laughs)
3: They have a
4: tagline? That actually sounds good. After that? Yes. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. It gets better and better.
0: (laughs) According to the company's website, their mission is, quote, to be a powerful vehicle for change by creating a consortium? Consortium. Consortium. Yeah, what they said. Among science, aerospace, and entertainment that will work collectively to allow gifted researchers the freedom to explore Exotic science and technologies, with the infrastructure and resources to rapidly transition them to products that can change the world. He's gonna
2: start a call. Okay, so what I'm hearing is that we all need to apply immediately because we will be stellar students. Uh, And uh, I can uh, beat plank 182.
0: There's something in it for everybody.
3: Vehicle for change. Toot, toot, what's that? It's the
4: change train, motherfucker. Train. Motherfucker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the change plane, if we're talking about aliens. True. Guys, I feel like he could start a cult and I would 1000% yeah. be there for it. That's you in most be, cults. It would be more like, pew, pew, it's the change plane, mother truckers. <laughs> I
3: feel like that is a cult. It's not if he yeah. makes a cult. I feel like that is one. That's awesome. I'm right
4: here for it. I'm so Shocker. excited.
0: <laughs> Tiffany's here for for a cult started by the front man of a pop punk band. I'm down.
4: It's everything <laughs> I love most in the world. As someone that
3: works in the aerospace industry, I'm really curious how aerospace and entertainment go together. Right? Well,
0: they focus on three areas. They collect and study data, develop technology related to the findings, and they explain it to humanity through story. What? The release of his first book, the Secret Machines, There's Book a- One, Chasing Shadows. There's a. Book oh my God! Is released in April of 2016. Ordering this right now. Um. Oh so, guys. Secret Machines, mind you, this is Secret with a K. What? S E K R E T. Because it's a- cooler if you purposely misspell just- it. it. Secret Machines dives deep into the U.S. Department of Defense, exploring metaphorical dark corners of the government.
2: How deep? So So deep. deep.
0: (laughs) This is not just Tom talking about UFOs again, DeLong told Entertainment Weekly. This is that heroic story, and it's an important topic we're still dealing with today. Did he
3: describe them as metaphorical corners of the government?
0: Metaphorical dark corners of the government. As opposed to
3: real dark corners of the government.
0: Yes. (laughs) Okay. The story is published under the aforementioned entertainment part of To The Stars, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) (laughs) the only way I can say it from now on. (laughs) Quote, the entertainment division creates worlds science fiction stories for millennials that inspire and transcend. We are a publisher, a merchandiser and a production studio. We have quotes about dreams, consciousness, paranormal, UFOs, and many other things that once used to be taboo. But after newly declassified government documents are now proving to be absolutely real. Uh... End quote.
2: You know, I'm so sorry. I take it back. He definitely had all of his chakras open that night. (laughs)
0: They were wholly opened, possibly probed.
3: I mean, he's got one thing right. Us millennials are just way too lazy to, like, be able to actually understand and put the effort into reading research, so science fiction is the only way we can digest it.
1: A hundred percent. I mean, if Doctor Who is presenting it to me, that's fine.
3: Fair. I mean, Mm. I'm
0: not going to complain if Tom DeLong wants to present it to me. I'm not going (laughs) to complain.
3: Well, and everything presented in Doctor Who is 100% factual.
0: But
2: if if the doctor started doing that, I'd be like, yeah, but. Can we just like drink wine at a French cafe or like go meet Maria Twinette again? <laughs> Do we have to talk science? Really? Right. I want to go meet the lizard lady. It's so sexy when you talk about science, babe. It's so sexy, but like, but like, <laughs> Can space we take wine? advantage
0: of this TARDIS space and talk science wine. when we get back to present time, please? <laughs> right. All right. In October 2016, it is leaked that DeLong is connected with the U.S. government. <gasps>
1: Wait, now it is? Yes. <laughs> Among
0: the piles of information exposed by WikiLeaks was the extensive email chain between DeLong and Hillary Clinton's campaign channel chairman john podesta
4: what (laughs) oh it gets
0: crazy The Wall Street Journal reported that The Rocker wrote to Podesta about their shared interest of intellectual life and greater government disclosure. Maybe that's what was on her emails. Maybe.
2: (laughs) She's like, look, I'm not
0: trying to be sneaky. We just don't want the world to find out about aliens, okay? I
3: am shook. This is like more twists and turns than some of the romance novels we read, honestly. (laughs) And this
0: happened. Wow. This is real life. Wow. It was also revealed that DeLong had been working with former Air Force Major General William McCasland to assemble his UFO advisory team. Ooh. In an email from 2015, DeLong told Podesta that he would like to introduce him to two officials who were, quote, in charge of most fragile divisions as it related to classified science and DOD topics. I could not find any information, shocker, on this meeting actually taking place, though.
3: Yeah. Huh.
0: All right. In February 2017, OpenMinds.tv gave DeLong the honor of UFO Researcher of the Year at the 2017 International UFO Congress.
2: God damn it. I lost to that guy. I just want to say,
3: technically, I own a one-acre portion of the sun, but that doesn't mean I literally own it, but I do have a certificate.
0: Yeah, because that's
2: definitely going to reap
0: value.
3: I mean, it really (laughs) will.
0: In his acceptance speech, he says, quote, I want you as an educated group of people to read between the lines and look at history of what I've been doing over the past couple years and get a sense for what the hell I'm getting ready to do. If you guys come along for the ride, it's gonna to be pretty
1: fantastic he sounds like tiffany
0: i love
4: him, I love him. <laughs> oh wow
3: but if you guys don't come along from the ride it's gonna fucking suck
1: it's gonna right? fucking suck i
0: need my friends guys okay <laughs> just come with me i'm scared to do it by myself so
1: like tiffany yeah
0: <laughs> and this is why tiffany would join uh-huh. a <laughs> cult so in december 2017 the footage of declassified military videos was released from to the stars dot 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 the eerie clips are titled gimbal.wmv, Flir.MP4, F-L-I-R, and GoFast.WMV. <laughs> <laughs> In one video, a Navy pilot can be heard saying, quote, Whoa, got it. Woohoo. What the fuck is that thing? And another reacts by asking, whoa, what is that, man? The object quickly flies away from the jet that is capable of flying at nearly 2,000 miles per hour. While the actual visual isn't clear enough to give a definitive evidence of UFOs, the videos show a white oval object moving quickly and erratically.
2: Wait, 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 wait. What was the... Describe the white oval object
0: again. Um, it just says the video shows a white oval object moving quickly and erratically. It flies away from the jet that is capable of flying at nearly 2,000 miles per hour.
2: That just sounds like my boob in a sports bra. <laughs>
3: Margie, I thought for sure you were going to make a comment about erotically instead of erratically.
2: It moved erotically. (laughs) I'm glad that I can still surprise you, Rachel.
1: Uh, Yeah. Like a white oval object at Mach 5.
0: (laughs) (laughs) In March of 2019, DeLong announces his next venture a six part UFO series on History Channel called Unidentified Inside America's UFO Investigation. Deep inside? Deep Deep inside. inside. They are probing this investigation (laughs) with delong (laughs) probe. She said probe. (laughs) Tiffany said delong probe. You got to use the long one, not the short one. (laughs) With this show, the real conversation can finally begin, DeLong said. Quote, I am thankful to history for giving to the stars, dot, 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 (laughs) team of world-class scientists, engineers, and intelligence experts the opportunity to tell the story in a comprehensive and compelling way. I think everyone that watches the show will walk away with questions answered and a feeling of, wow, I get it now.
3: (laughs) His show is going to join the illustrious ranks of uh, such celebrated documentaries as Mermaids and American Pickers.
0: Ancient Aliens.
3: Ancient Aliens.
0: So in October 2019, the U.S. Navy finally spoke out for the first time on the footage of, quote, unidentified objects the pilot saw. The Navy considers the phenomena contained slash depicted in those three films as unidentified was basically all they said. <laughs> like, we don't know what they were. We don't know what they are. That's all we're going to say mm-hmm. about it. And finally, in April of 2019, these videos were officially declassified. DeLong said, quote, I did not see it coming, but I do know some of the inside leaks that are happening at the Pentagon and they're not allowed to lie. And basically, we caught them dealing with something, and now they're forced to recognize it and acknowledge it. They do work for us. They're like, all right, it's time to start talking about it because Tom and his rascals are putting our feet to the fire. You know, I think it's something we should all be focusing on right now because it's a big, big thing that's going to change the world as we know it.
3: Definitely the biggest thing (laughs) happening in the world right now.
0: Right. That's kind of like my last line is I'm really excited to see what comes out of this because that just happened in April. But I also really hope they didn't choose to just now release these videos as a distraction that's currently happening. Oh, yeah. To something that's else. That's fair. Yeah. Like, look over there. There's aliens and a punk rocker. That's... Don't look yeah. over here. But that would work, though. You know, those dumb millennials.
3: It's definitely something that's happened before. But I, I... first of all, the they're not allowed to lie really sounds like a swiper, no swiping.
4: <laughs> You yeah, can't lie. Right? That was my
0: thing. Nope, nope. We made an agreement. The you US can't government lie. has a history of not you, lying you, to people. You pinky promise. Uh, yeah,
4: until Honest
0: <laughs> Abe died. And then that went out the window. You
3: pinky <laughs> promise. No take backsies. The, the word. So the word unidentified just has so many different meanings. I think that's ultimately the problem. Is like unidentified could mean it's an alien. It could also mean it's like a reflection of light off of a car or something. Like it could be so many things. (laughs) It's
0: a pterodactyl.
3: It could be a pterodactyl. It could be.
4: Unidentified could be anything. It could be the TARDIS. I get everything I want out of life. Aliens, the doctor, the TARDIS. Love it. Are you okay? Yep, I'm here for it. All right. I do realize that if the TARDIS is real, David Tennant would not actually be inside of there, but I'm fine.
0: Not anymore. You missed your opportunity for that
4: one. But I could time travel or just, you know, travel. Because he's alive right now. Whatever, it's
1: fine. (laughs) Rebecca. Oh, it's my turn. Hit me. Okay. Are you guys ready for something that's significantly less, you know, punk rock, millennial, and more science-y? Sure. Always.
3: No, No, I'm always here for this. (laughs) Hell yes. Give me that science.
1: So chakras. No. No. (laughs) Align your chakras, prepare for the science so that you can absorb it. What was that? (laughs) Is that your chakras aligning, Margie? That was my chakras! Those were my chakras all aligning! I recognize that That (laughs) sound.
3: It sounded painful. So <laughs> what happens
1: every morning when I meditate. <laughs> okay, so in the 1980s, engineers took the information from two satellites and mapped where bugs occurred, and they found something a little weird. For these two satellites, most of these bugs or anomalies occurred in a region over South America and the Atlantic Ocean. So time for a little bit of physics before this makes sense. Hit me. So, in addition to light, the sun is always emitting stuff. Part of this stuff is electrically charged.
0: That's my kind of physics <laughs> stuff. <laughs> stuff.
1: There's a little bit of jazz in there too. <laughs> and junk. Sp- sparky stuff. This electrically charged stuff, when it comes close enough to the earth, it counters the earth's magnetic field. Fun fact some of this electrically charged stuff gets redirected into our atmosphere and causes aurora borealysis to occur mm-hmm. near the poles. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good stuff. The jazz
4: all went elsewhere. This stuff we like. <laughs>
1: Okay, but if this stuff can get trapped in our atmosphere, causing laser light shows, some of it also gets trapped within our magnetic fields, contributing to the Van Allen radiation belts. Uh huh. Oh, of bad. course.
4: I, I like how Rachel's nodding
3: and like. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. I'm. Hey, second. Another fun fact is we're currently at a solar minimum for solar flares, so there's not as many uh, aurora borealis is going on right now. Oh, no,
0: good, good thing I know. can't travel.
3: It's it's an eleven year <laughs> cycle. Oh, Let's see, I'm a I'm a satellite engineer. Oh, oh, no
0: pressure. I knew you were an engineer. Good, but. good topic choice, Rebecca. <laughs> Yay. for
3: sure. This is my jam.
0: I feel like this is a test now. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're oh. good. Oh. Okay, so punk rock millennial... <laughs> Aliens isn't <laughs> sounded so bad now, is it?
1: So we were stuck with radiation belts, which sounds more cool than well actually is really cool. cool. <laughs> Never mind. Um so the Van Allen radiation belts. They were first encountered in nineteen fifty-eight when a Geiger counter on Explorer One indicated radiations roughly one thousand times higher than initially expected in space. Casual. <laughs> real casual at around the 900 mile mark the radiation just suddenly stopped this was it man got
0: tired.
2: that alien was just trying to get into my DMs
1: right <laughs> so that's what radiation is just ad- aliens sliding into my DMs no. dude whoop. I'm more into it now no what radiation or aliens in your DMs yes <laughs> okay so this was man's first measured encounter with the radiation belts the earth has two radiation belts the inner which is mostly protons and the outer which is mostly electrons ashley and tiffany that's electrical stuff
0: i know
4: what those are (laughs) you lovely human being
1: (laughs) you beautiful sciencey bitch so these belts were named after James Van Allen, who helped design the equipment to measure and had the initiative to study these belts. So the outer belt gets most of its juice from the sun and is also known as the magnetosphere. I thought you guys would get more excited. That's about a great that. name.
3: Okay. <laughs> it's like a metal as shit name.
1: I was just thinking the outer gets its power from the sun and whatever else you said. I was like, so Tiffany, K. Yeah. But like this is how I pronounced in my head magnetosphere.
3: <laughs> That's exactly what I do. Yep. Yep.
1: My next statement is kind of cool, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But what happens when you take a magnet to a hard drive? It erases the hard drive.
4: Yeah, I got one right.
1: So these high energy particles zooming around at from 400 to... 36,040 miles above the Earth can cause electrical components of satellites, which are basically run on black magic anyway.
3: Truth! Can confirm. Am satellite engineer.
1: (laughs) Mechanical engineer. All electricity's black magic.
3: (laughs) I'm a wizard. Yes, you are.
1: So these belts cause black magic interrupted. Sometimes the satellites stop working altogether. So think higher energy pinball roaming free in a room that's set up with precisely set dominoes. Oh, sounds It's like a fun experiment. Oh, unless you're the person setting up the dominoes, and then it kind of sucks.
4: Ra- Rachel, your job <laughs> must be really difficult.
3: <laughs> if you guys want to slowly slip into existential dread, just start thinking about the fact that if our GPS satellites ever went down, humanity as we know it would cease to exist. Awesome. Mm.
2: Fun.
3: Because we don't get location data from GPS satellites, we get timing data. So your phone, sync to GPS. Uh, the power grid, sync to GPS. Stock exchange, GPS cameras in 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 uh hollywood gps all of its gps that's the part that i do
0: yep Yeah yeah the, but see like I'm not so crazy about humanity as we
2: know
4: it so Fair <laughs> I will add this to my list of three a.m.
2: things Sorry sorry <laughs> so I think about well, no not panic tonight. attack
1: scheduled for later
2: yeah. Rachel Rachel if your job stops stops me from watching my precious K-dramas <laughs> <laughs> I will personally drive up to Dayton and make sure you do hey, it better what it's worth
3: my job is to help prevent that from happening thank you you're so appreciate that exactly
0: so do it better (laughs) it's not down now so she is the epitome of essential guys
3: yes
1: (laughs) but really okay if we know these bands are there ideally we would just launch the satellite so that they don't run into these things right (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) oh that's so much better than my segue which is just well dot 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 um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> good callback. <laughs> so these rings aren't perfectly centered around the earth. Imagine if you were hula hooping and suddenly the hula hoop froze. So the hula hoop is a pretty good visual of what these rings look like in relation to the earth. Why, though? Why not perfect circle? Okay not lodos um so why because the earth's magnetic field is shifted from its rotational axis meaning that the magnetic poles don't line up with the geographical poles
2: sexy right
1: (laughs) she said poles (laughs) so theories for why this happens includes the earth's core rotating differently than the rest of the planet that
3: is that a thing yes oh good to
0: know all right (laughs) I think you had to
1: verify with Rachel.
3: (laughs) So so the earth is, I mean, you have like the mantle, you have the crust, you have the inner, that inner iron core. That different rate of rotation actually like gives us our magnetic field because it's different metals rotating around each other. And that's how electromagnetics works.
4: Perfect. (laughs) It's weird having two smart people on the show. We have
3: have the mechanical side and we have the electrical computer side. And it's just like, together, we're unstoppable. It's great.
1: And I'm so proud of my notes so far. Excuse me, you
2: wouldn't get anywhere without me, Rachel.
3: I mean, true, because I can't handle fucking Twitter, but... Or humanity. You're my my link.
4: Yes, Margie, we should, like, go get drinks while these two talk Talk science. Like, you manage the Twitter, (laughs) ma'am. I don't know, but... I can, you know,
0: our powers
1: combined (laughs) back to science. Okay, so this entire explanation explains why that for satellites ish goes whack in the region above South America and the Atlantic Ocean, which is roughly between 15 to 45 degrees south latitude or roughly from the top of Brazil to almost the pointy ends of Chile and Argentina.
0: I'm going on Amazon to order a map right now.
1: It's in this area that the belt is a little less than 400 miles above the Earth, making it low enough to affect satellites. Yay. So because of how orbits work to hit a latitude in the northern hemisphere, you also have to hit the same latitude in the southern hemisphere. So even if you're avoiding this anomaly, if there's an area in the northern hemisphere that is basically opposite in latitude, you're going to end up in this area anyway. Luckily, humans can be pretty smart and have come up with ways to prevent their satellites from going sideways. First, People like Rachel. (laughs) People like Rachel and Rebecca. (laughs) So first is physical barriers, which is what the mechanical engineer would do. So they work pretty well, but they're pretty heavy and they're not ideal for things like launches because, you know, weight's bad. So the more elegant solution is multiple computers.
4: Hey, I don't know anything about that. (laughs)
1: So engineers will put more than one computer on a satellite. These computers running the same code are continuously talking and comparing data. If one glitches because they pass through this area, the remaining computers take a vote and the highest vote wins and they continue on their path.
2: All right. But but, but wait, wait, wait. What Microsoft platform are they using? Uh, is it like 08 <laughs> or 10?
3: It's Vista and we're all fucked.
2: Jellybean. Oh, no. <laughs>
4: wait, what is the is it Linux. Link, lin- <laughs> well, the good <laughs>
3: news is it's none of those but we're good <laughs> okay good I um, love
1: lin- you're like Linux is something Linux, Linux is a thing I've heard Linux before um, yes. I- so
3: I will say I just double checked uh, my numbers so you said 400 miles mm-hmm Yeah. So that is what's called LEO. So low Earth orbit. Um, So the good news is that is mostly communication satellites. So it's stuff like uh, stuff used for like television and cell phones and like stuff like that. So it's not like stuff like GPS satellites or the higher, higher orbit things. um, But I mean, if you think about like orbit, like when you get into low Earth orbit, you are flying around the Earth, like, yeah. real fast. The ISS, I think, ISS? is in low-Earth orbit, and it comes around, like, every 45 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah, it goes fast, Yeah, that's dude. one
1: thing they mentioned that passes through this area, and they have to take into account, like, how to not only shield the astronauts, mm-hmm. but how they... Land, spacewalks yeah. and how long you can stay so up there. you think
3: the electricity stuff is black magic i think the shielding is black magic so ah. <laughs> it's, it's
1: all tough. black magic we literally
3: just call it a black box when we have to like and this is going to be shielded somehow and then <laughs> and then it
1: passes on to the <laughs> mechanical engineers
3: yeah pretty
0: much
1: this is crazy who would it Think that like you had that connection look at you go <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> I don't necessarily like it because my IQ feels like it's gone down like 17 points full disclosure I'm just really happy my one hour of research I wasn't told I'm very Oh God, no
3: no I I actually uh, didn't know about some of the uh, magnetic field anomalies so that's actually super duper cool and interesting because I don't deal with like I can do the orbital parameters but I actually deal mostly with like <laughs> the stuff on the satellite and I
1: figured it was a good balance to these two who were 100%
3: covering aliens. <laughs> <Yeah>. it, <laughs> oh my god, yeah. It was like a Rachel's Science Corner, but just good science the whole time. And it makes me so happy. My science heart is just ecstatic.
4: <laughs> so, I, as I've mentioned earlier, I'm terrified of space. I chose to do an alien thing, but contrary to popular belief, there is no probing in my case. What? I know. I was really excited about probing, but then I found a UFO religion slash cult oh and I got God. even more excited
2: I am yes. <laughs> so here Ooh, I'm excited
4: yes um I don't know if you guys are aware but one of my lifelong goals is to join a cult and Ashley has kept me from doing it for the past 21 years <laughs> yeah but so. welcome to podcasting right okay here's here my cult, go. cash junkie cult hear me out yeah. what if
3: we start our own cult
4: I am so here for this <laughs> no. Uh, yeah no i'm here please <laughs> right. i'm down this is how long it takes for me to get into a cult um <laughs> we'll have
3: a planning meeting here in a little while okay, be- okay
4: so an hour outside of brazil's futuristic capital brasilia lies one of the country's spiritual capitals which is sunrise valley or valley of the dawn at first sight sunrise valley looks like a miniature theme park where visitors can see copies of the world's wonders without having to travel to the actual sites it's built in planaltina a satellite city of Brasilia. The Lakeside Temple Complex features a pyramid, a s- spaceship like temple, and six pointed praying center, and several ellipses shaped sculptures. You
0: guys. Ellipses shape isn't. So it's just three dots? That, that, that. Yes. in
4: the center, okay, so on their little plot of land, they've got this large lake that they have built their temples around. And in the center of it, they have what looks like parentheses with an ellipses vertical in it. And it's amazing. Is this
0: the Two of the Stars headquarters? (laughs) It is not the Two of the Stars (laughs) headquarters.
3: Can we make sure it's just have a big ellipses on it? Yes,
0: (laughs)
4: absolutely. Dot, dot, dot. While the valley's physical setting can feel disorienting, it's not accidental. Meticulously designed, it is reflective of the religion's intricate, all-comprising doctrine and beliefs drawn from a diversity of religions and civilizations, including Christianity, Hinduism, Judaism, the Inca, and ancient ancient Egypt.
3: Okay, repeat the title. I'm looking it up now.
4: (laughs) Valley of the Dawn.
3: Oh wow, those costumes are amazing! Aren't
4: they
2: phenomenal? You know what it looks okay, like? So they just... look like it, they look like they're in the middle of a freaking anime,
4: right? And their costumes are all based off of like the Greeks or the Incans. And what I pictured when I first saw this was, since you guys are Doctor Who fans, you know how when you see um, the Doctor goes back to his home and you see the other Time Lords and they're all wearing that like high neck, yeah, collar the, thing? the Gallifreyans, yes. yeah yes that's what it reminds me of or at least the guys so uh, according to oh what I was going to say when I first saw the pictures of their outfits I was like oh my god it's a theme park and this is their costumes and it's amazing (laughs) but according to Sunrise Valley nope, religion right I know (laughs) I'm sorry
0: and this is why Tiffany would join a cult I would actually we'll get to it hold on
3: Did you join it
4: already? I've already sent in my tuition. It's fine. So according to Sunrise Valley followers, extraterrestrial beings landed on Earth 32,000 years ago to advance human civilization. The beings then returned to Earth through successive incarnations across various cultures and eras. Valley members known as mediums believe themselves to be the beings' latest incarnation, the jaguars. (laughs) So the women are nymphs. So, oh. yeah, which I am so down
0: for.
3: Can we pick our flavor of nymph? I would like to go dryad.
4: <laughs> I would like, like to go
0: maniac. Nymph.
4: You would like to be what?
0: A nomaniac. Oh, I thought you said maniac. I was yeah. like, accurate.
4: A, a nymph, <laughs> nymphomaniac. <Get> it?
3: <laughs> <laughs> ah, god damn it. Son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Dot dot
4: dot. Oh, all right. So, Sunrise Valley was established by Neva Chavez Zalea, also known as Aunt Neva. She's she's really nice.
0: <laughs> i'm sure you think she is she's dead now but she's really nice have you spoken with her recently does she talk to
1: you after i sent in my tuition
4: she started talking to me
1: how her magnetic <laughs> feels a questionable part of this episode <laughs> that's black magic this is not this is real
3: hey i went Static. to college to learn that black magic all right yeah, yeah. rebecca
0: went to college to learn statics it's it doesn't a mean real it's real
4: thing
2: statics is not Hey, real. i
4: had to learn I had to learn statics. Oh, my God. There's another person who believes in it. I'm sorry. Y'all can have your own cult. (laughs) So, um... Aunt Nevea, uh, was a widow with four children. She was working as a truck driver in Brasilia, then under construction to replace Rio de Janeiro as Brazil's capital. There, uh, she said she began to experience psychic episodes, which later she believed to be visited by spirits from the extraterrestrial world.
0: <gasps> Gasp! Right?
4: <laughs> which part of it?
0: The whole the thing.
4: thing. The... um. I got nothing. Sorry, I was gonna come up with something. <laughs> and it just
0: the no. protozoan era.
4: That's a history
0: time. That's a uh, punk rock singer from Xenon and the girl from the twenty <laughs> first century. Awesome. Boom, boom boom You make my heart go zoom zoom. My, my supernova girl. girl. <laughs> how are how are we friends? I don't. know.
4: Magical. So Nevia said she was primarily guided by Father White Arrow, a spirit guide who is depicted in statues and drawings today as a native South American leader. So they basically believe that these extraterrestrials come through at major life points like the Romans, the Aztecs, the Incans. They were all extraterrestrials sent to Earth to make humanity better. Are they lizard and people? They are not lizard people Damn yet. It. But this can still evolve. It's only been around since, I think it was like in the mid-60s that it became a religion. So there's still time for them to evolve uh, to lizard people. It uh, conveniently s- started in prime cult time. <laughs> <laughs> huh. All right. So basically when she started having these visions was about the time she met up with a believer of, I'm going to pronounce this wrong and I'm so sorry, banda. So she was part of a spiritual Afro-Brazilian religion religion and that's where they decided that her psychosis was spirit guides talking to her so why not form your own religion
3: i ask myself that question every
4: day (laughs) girl every single day I want to be part of a cult. So their main theology is that it's kind of karma. Whatever you put into the world, you get back. But they run off of your past lives. So what you do is you have during these ceremonies, you have or they have ceremonies that happen three times a day by the lake with two mediums. One of them basically becomes possessed by spirits, and the other one helps guide the spirit to atone for its sins and then sends the negative energy up to the spaceship that crosses the path once a day, crosses over them at least once a day.
1: What does the spaceship do with the negative energy? Yeats it. (laughs) 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 it. (laughs) So it's the
0: spirits that are atoning, not the people.
3: How do we not... See this thing that if it passes over them once a day, then that means it's in the higher end of middle Earth orbit.
0: Mirrors.
1: Okay. <laughs> you know what? Wait, sure it, where is this located? <laughs> This in is located Brazil. in Brazil. This explains my subject. Ah, oh, shit! You're right. It's all that negative energy <laughs> messing with the madness. Where's yes. the
4: pinboard? And Tom DeLong knows all about it.
1: He's going to release his information
4: on it next year. So the believers think that we are currently in in the midst of the transition to the third millennium, and each millennium is where your soul, if you have atoned for all of your previous sins, gets to go to the home planet. If you haven't. Your soul is stuck until the next millennium. So, we are currently in the midst of transition to the third millennium. So, you need to start atoning for your shit now.
0: No, thank you. What if I don't want to go to the mother planet? Right? (laughs) Well, it's very peaceful.
4: I mean, okay, so they incorporate a bunch of different religions. So they do believe that Jesus was a savior, but Jesus was sent to Earth by the aliens to help people learn how to atone for their sins. I'm Catholic, can't vouch, that's true. (laughs) There (laughs) we go, see? Accurate. It all intertwines. So Aunt Nivea died in 1985. There was a power struggle to see who was going to take over after she left. They kind of separated out into um, OSOEC and CGTA. I could tell you
0: what all of that means. Sounds like fraternities and sororities.
4: We'll go with that, Mm -hmm. but I do my research really late and didn't get into that, so uh, I do know the OSOEC is the one that's still in Brazil, and that's the main one. The leadership is not allowed to cross over, but the members of each can as long as the leadership from one doesn't go into the other. Do they yeah.
0: practice the same thing at every location? Or So
4: their main chapter is the one in Brazil, and um, they do have some spread apart. They have about 800,000 followers and 600 affiliated temples globally. Wow, that's a lot more than I thought. Yeah, it is very popular. By
0: temple, though, do you mean like creepy guy next door's basement or... <laughs>
4: possibly like, what does it have to be
0: to be considered a temple for them well
4: how about we go find out because there's one in marietta georgia uh, no no what no i thought you would be so excited i want to do this with me no because you will try and join no it's fine i won't but i want to go
1: look at it <laughs> please
2: so convincing
1: <laughs> please tell me you were joking about the tuition Okay, first oh, of all, I'm going to visit them. Second of all, I
4: can drive down streets and see, like, these little ranch-style houses that look like part of a normal neighborhood. And there's a sign out that was, like, tipple of blah, blah, blah. So maybe this is one of those.
0: You can or you have? I've No. I... <laughs> I can drive down streets.
4: <laughs> I have seen this. Um, I've never gone into one. But I would prefer to have one of you come along with me so that I don't get involved with it.
3: That's what I was going to say, is that one of you does need to go with her. Yeah, we no, we
4: are know. driving.
2: Yeah. Well, hold on though. In this this cult's defense. It doesn't. Even though they they have some bananas ideas, it doesn't sound like they're that bad. Like it's not like Jonestown or something like that. They sound pretty peaceful.
4: They are very peaceful, and they have fantastic outfits. Amazing. And based on where you fall
0: within their hierarchy, is dependent on what you can wear. You know what I've noticed about like you and the Colts and stuff that you followed. I think all of them have had outfits or (laughs) uniforms. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Tiffany's desire to be in a pop band has morphed into her wanting to be in a cult with costumes. We have merch, ma'am. <laughs> Do you want us all just to wear our shirts every time we get together?
3: What is a pop band if not a cult? Right? Honestly.
0: Look, the Backstreet Boys asked me You're to... already in a cult. You're in the BSB fandom. There you go. You
3: if got they your cult. asked
4: me to make a sacrifice, like I'd start evaluating who I'm really close to. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Oh, awesome. So yeah, that's
4: my religion that we are going to go check out at
0: some point because they're right down the street from us. Under strict supervision.
3: Uh Uh-huh. Good call.
0: Well, Rachel. Yes. Did you want to finish us off by telling us your thoughts on aliens?
3: I do want to tell you my thoughts on aliens. Okay. Okay. So here's my thoughts on aliens. We're a really tiny baby planet with a really tiny baby society that hasn't been spitting information out into the universe for very long. So if you think about it, there's like this bubble around the earth and that is a bubble is ever expanding. The the start of that bubble is from the the first ever communication wireless communication or signal that we ever sent out into the world because if you send a communication to someone it goes to that person but it also goes everywhere else right so every single communication that we have ever done or signal that we have ever transmitted is also going out into space at the speed of light
2: send nudes that's what it's saying
0: <laughs> yes, yes.
3: so we we have this bubble around the earth of ever expanding nudie pictures
2: (laughs) that's gonna end badly
3: (laughs) but it's only been going out for what, like eight, like a hundred years, maybe? We'll call it an even 100 years. So that's like not that long (laughs) in the grand scheme of things, right? So that's, I mean, that would be like a hundred light years, essentially how far it would go. While that is within the distance of the first, you know, the, the closest star systems, that's still in the grand scheme of things, not that far. So there is, it is incredibly statistically likely that there is some other life out there. That's pretty much a given because there's infinite possibilities in the In the universe, right? Totally, pretty much a given. There is not that statistically likely of a chance that we've ever been contacted
4: by them. Absolutely.
3: Yeah. And and it's I think in my in my mind it's one of those things where it's like, we've been searching actively for this for quite some time. And it's really hard to find anything because you have to be pointed in the right direction. You have to assume that it's meant for us. You have to decipher it. Like there's so many factors that go into it, especially receiving these signals. I could go into like the science of like how weak these signals actually are. They're very, very weak. Suffice it to say. Super weak. So they're really hard to, like, receive. But then also, like say we did get one, it is way more likely that we didn't have the technology to even see it when we got it, right? It's one of those interesting things where it's like, yeah, I totally think aliens are out there for sure, but we probably have not been contacted by them in our lifetimes.
1: Or we just don't know how to read FRBs yet.
3: Exactly.
4: So I agree 100%. I think the likelihood of us actually having aliens around is like nil. But it is so much fun to think about. Oh, absolutely. And if it will help me get into Tom DeLonge's pants, I am here for (laughs) it. My husband listens to this show, so I want
0: to apologize real quick, but...
3: Don't apologize. Don't ever apologize. <laughs> it's fine. Everyone gets their one. Yeah, if he
0: isn't aware of your crush of every man who wore tight pants and <laughs> eyeliner from ninety eight to two thousand twenty. No.
3: But I guess the other thing I wanted to like mention is like in regards to it being super cool to think about and would be really fun is like you also have to think like sure it's super statistically unlikely that where you've ever contacted have contact with them, but at the same time it's also super statistically unlikely that uh, something would crawl out of the. Prim- primordial soup develop legs and then eventually create nuclear weapons so
0: so, so you're saying there's a chance there's a chance i like the way you think
3: uh-huh hey, are, in damn. science there's always a chance <laughs>
4: No, I will say, so when I think about all of this and all of the UFOs and things that we can't really explain, even when it comes to paranormal, like if you go back, you know, a thousand years and show them some of the stuff going on that we now have answers for, they're like, oh my God, it's black magic. And we're like, no. It's magic. Obviously, like there's a really simple explanation. In a thousand years, they're going to be like, oh, you guys were so cute thinking they were aliens and ghosts. Like how precious. Mm -hmm.
1: Why are you patting me? (laughs) (laughs) Because
4: you're the closest one. (laughs) So uh, whenever I start getting too freaked out thinking about ghosts in my bedroom, um, I always go back to that. Like, there's a simple explanation that we just don't have the answer for yet.
0: Fair.
3: And like. And I'm sorry, I know this is going to freak some people out, because I definitely just listened to this episode, but uh, <laughs> we haven't explored, like, what, 5% of the oceans? Right. Much yeah. yeah. less space. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's I'm fine. sorry. It's fine. It's
4: fine. <laughs> no, I get it. It's fine. It's terrifying, but Colossal it's fine. Colossal But it's
3: like, there's so much going on here that we don't even know about, and, like, we know more about space than we do about our own oceans. It's just ridiculous. So who knows? Maybe there is like a full colony of fucking Atlantis down there.
0: Right? We don't know. Maybe there's Ooh. ocean aliens. Maybe there are.
2: <laughs> well, we can. We can tell you that there are nymphs off of the Florida coast.
3: Florida coast. That's what I was going to say. We just got to go to Florida.
2: definitely <laughs> tell you that. Also, yeah. they
3: might kidnap you and take and you to Atlantis. And they might get more powerful yeah, they might get more powerful the more sex they have. And, okay. Because
0: so Biden might why? be involved in some of so this. So what you guys are saying is that when we do finally get together and meet, it should be on the Florida coast? Down. Super <laughs> down. down for that. <laughs> is kind that, of what I just gathered. Hell yeah. <laughs> yes.
4: For most
2: of the people who have not listened to textual tension, go back to episode one. That is literally
3: what yeah, we're
0: referencing one. right now.
4: First one. Yeah. It's
2: <laughs> <First> magnificent.
0: <one>. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is amazing. Well, Well, uh, stay tuned for further details about our podcast crossover cult that we're going to be starting. Hell yeah.
4: (laughs) Super down for But until then, would you guys like to refresh our listeners' uh, memories and tell them where they can find you guys?
3: Come check us out on social meds, Textual Tension Pod.
4: And all of the
2: podcatching places. So iTunes, Spotify, you name it, we got it. It's
3: true. Or if you're a hipster like me and use Pocket Cast, that's a good one. Check it out. They're there too.
0: They're everywhere you want to be.
3: And everywhere you do. Hey-oh.
0: <laughs> as long as it's consensual, it's fine.
3: Well, thank you guys so much for having
4: us on. Oh, this it's was amazing. my favorite thing because it was science and I loved it. I <laughs> loved it. Was so fantastic.
0: Thank you so much.
4: <laughs> I. I love them. You guys will love them. Check them out every other Tuesday. They're phenomenal and you need to love them.
0: Well, on that note, ladies, thank you again.
4: Thank you, guys.
0: And remember, friends, everyone has something
1: that they find odd. Let us tell you why it's not. If you have any questionable topics you'd like us to discuss, you can share them with us on any of our social medias. Links can be found on our website, com, where you will also find a blog post with all of Textual Tensions' links to places you can find them. I'm a wordsmith. Heck yes. Or you can email them, the strange ideas, to us at the ladies of strange at gmail.com. Don't forget to
4: subscribe, rate, and review. And if you think we're doing a great job and want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash the ladies of strange. And you can also support uh, textual Tension like I do by going to patreon.com slash textual attention. Uh, keep it strange, lovelies. Bye. 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 Bye.